It's not easy being green Having to spend each day the color of the leaves Crazy frog music is not something I, I, I can't relate to it. And I don't think that there was any uh, uh, public demand for this at all. Ding, 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 ding. It's Encyclopedia Brunch. My name is Tim Dobbs. With me, as ever, through the internet, her name is Catherine Kogert. Ring a ding, ding, ding. Hey, it's great to be here, cool cats and even cooler dogs. (laughs) Humans, whatever. But let us not forget the coolest of all, the frogs. Hey, ribbit buddies. Hey, all you frogs out there in Pondland, this one goes out to you. A little song we call Crazy Frog. That's right. Now, we'll play Crazy Frog later. We want to save Crazy Frog. Yeah, we, I mean, that's foreshadowing. I was going to say spoiler alert for Crazy Frog. <laughs> that's actually, you know, when you, when you take like high school English classes, and they teach you about like... Uh, you know, like dramatic irony and like all those different <laughs> things. They're like, oh, okay. So yeah, so there's like dramatic <laughs> irony. There's um, uh, parallelism. And of course, there's spoiler. <laughs> uh, like, you know, when, uh, you know. I, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. The next part is white. And then if you highlight it, you can read it. <laughs> You're like, I, I can't understand any of Iago's lines in the first act of Othello because just like <laughs> he keeps sort of hinting at something. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I quite enjoy the idea of a work of art is not allowed to tell you how it ends. It's all no, um, yeah. I don't think that they are. The the only acceptable uh piece of art is um the monster at this end of the book featuring Grover, where mm-hmm. he spends the entire book imploring you not to flip to the end of the book. Please God, do not flip to the end of this book. <laughs> I would love like a Halloween spooky haunted version, you know, like the the uh, creepy pasta about Ben Drowned. Are you familiar with that creepy pasta? I'm not. No. So let's go back a minute. Creepy pasta is an internet phenomenon in which they're kind of like spooky stories, like haunted, um, like campfire spooky stories, but for the internet age. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a creepy pasta movie, or am I misremembering that? I believe there was a Slenderman movie. Slenderman, if you might, for people who know who Slenderman is, um, he's a creepypasta. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Ben Drowned was a haunted N64 cartridge of, I believe, <laughs> Majora's Mask. <laughs> well, it is a spooky game. Very dark. It's a very spooky game um, owned by a kid named Ben who died from drowning. Um, and then you like put in the cartridge and it says like Ben drowned. And then it like some of the like text is changed to like spooky stuff. Um, and then somebody made like an actual hacked ROM um, or like like fake version of this mm. to like replicate the story. Uh, so that that exists. Anyway, so that's what Ben drowned hey, is. Catherine, 
So this is like yeah. a safe space where we can kind of like, you know, just kind of ruminate with each other, right? I'm just getting there. I promise. No, no, I, I, no, I have, I have a question for you. Oh, okay, okay. You know, all of us kind of come to these thoughts here and there, and, and, and especially as we get older. Um, when you die, what, what ROM hack do you want made about you? Oh, boy. I mean... <laughs> Oh, when you get to heaven, what game do you want to play with God? <laughs> now, remember, if you don't beat him, it is eternal damnation. Uh-huh. So yeah, you better be yeah. pretty good at this game. <laughs> uh, in that case, it's going to be Doodle Jump. Can you make a hacked haunted <laughs> Doodle Jump app for me? Yeah, I'm on it. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> I'm very good at Doodle Jump. Everybody's got a skill. I don't know if you want to get into heaven if it's all just like speedrunners and video game competition people. I Not mean, that they're bad, <laughs> but it's just it's a very specific subculture and like it'll get old. Yeah, for sure. What if heaven is just like doodle jump, but with clouds? <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess I could see that. It goes on forever. You know, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then if you fall off, eternal damnation. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Sure. I don't know. I see in the good place. I see what happens when you try to construct, uh, you know, um, firm narratives around the afterlife. It, yeah, it gets weird for <laughs> sure. Anyway, what was it talking about, Ben Drowned? Uh, it, it remains a bit of a mystery. Um, <laughs> creepypasta, uh, I guess. And um, uh, frogs, I guess. Must have been about frogs, right? It was somehow it was about frogs. I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Uh well, if you um, you know how about this? Uh, d- during the break, we'll we'll go back and we'll uh-huh. create a sort of iterative podcast making process wherein okay we can sort of um uh double check on what we were saying. Okay. In the meantime, it is not the break yet. Have you got any frogs? Like on me? Just get. I just need one. Just come on, man. Uh, get down. Get down. Shh, shh, shh. What was that? What was that? Was that a frog? Ribbit quiet. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> you know how sometimes some podcasters you'll hear like their dog barking in the background? Yeah. My my pet frog Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy's a That's good frog him. name. Yeah. Isn't it a good frog name? Here's a question. Is Jeremy a good like dog name? No. I feel like Jeremy is always like a, a hermit crab or a frog or yeah. uh, you know, a low interaction animal. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. What does that say about Jeremy? Jeremy is. It's, I don't want to say anything because I feel like anything I say here is just going to be a slam on Jerome's everywhere. And Jerome, you're beautiful and your soul is perfect the way it is. And that's all I have to say on the matter. Mm, all right, then. Uh, well, another case closed. Um, <laughs> you, ever, you ever hear frogs? Uh, you hear frogs riveting besides uh, Jeremy? Um. Yeah, occasionally. Very occasionally. I mean, I live here in the very wet Pacific Northwest region. Um, so, you know, occasionally if you're out there, you'll hear frogs. If you go camping, mm. defo here, a couple of froggers. Um, oh, why didn't I say frogger? Oh, yeah. That's a uh, missed opportunity. That's a real missed opportunity. Oh, well. Um, let's see. I live by by a man-made lake. So occasionally there's some frogs out there too. Not too many though. 
Yeah, yeah. You live in um, you know, one of the many places that uh, frogs are natively distributed, um, which is pretty much the entire world, uh, which impressed me because I do think of frogs as being uh, pretty, pretty wet creatures. Um, but no, their distribution is everywhere in the world except for the Sahara Desert, the very, very far north of the globe, uh, kind of Saudi Arabia, like the Arabian Peninsula, um, and pretty dry. Interestingly. The South Island of New Zealand. Ah! I was unable to confirm this. I was able to confirm that frogs do exist on the North Island, but I was not able to find that they don't exist on the South. It just seems like one would have snuck across. No, that's islands, though. You know there's no snakes in Hawaii. Uh, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I get it. That's islands. Sure, sure. And then, you know, they they work real hard to make sure that nothing sneaks across, you know? Yeah, I imagine there's a lot of forms you have to fill out when you go to New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. I didn't bring this. Do I didn't you, bring that. Do you have a frog? Yeah. No. Are, Are you, you sure you don't have a frog? Are you yeah. a frog? <laughs> Are you a frog? Kermit's like looking from left to right. No. He, goes, <laughs> <laughs> he waves his hands. <laughs> Piggy. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm trying to fill out my landing card. <laughs> Can't remember my passport number. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I I was surprised to see. Were, were, are you surprised to hear that they're so uh, well distributed? I guess I don't know. I think of them because they they uh, largely have semi permeable skin. Um, uh-huh. I guess I just thought that like, oh yeah, well they have to just always be in the water more or less. I guess not. Yeah, um, I guess so. Let me know if this if does this ring true to you as a child. But they need to spawn in water because they start as tadpoles. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. What about toads, though? This is this is where I was going. Is that I um as a child I understood the difference between toads and frogs to be toads are land creatures that are pretty dry and warty. And right. They're sort of earth elementals and mm. frogs are water elementals. Yeah, more or less. More or less. I yeah. try not to hang out with the fire frogs. <laughs> yeah, you don't need that. I don't need that heat. But doom. Yeah. Um But I guess the toads must also I mean they they have they have tadpoles too, right? I know there's some frogs that carry the tadpoles on their back, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of uh I think there's a lot of a lot of creatures getting this figuring out, you know, like, oh, there's a puddle of water up here in this tree. You know, I'm gonna let that work uh for my for my babies. But a toad might live in the desert even, right? Yeah. Uh I didn't find one specifically, but I've seen those. Uh and okay, so first off, just to get this out of the way, there's no biological difference. Like professional herpetologists don't differentiate between frogs and toads. It's just a common uh-huh. way of speaking. Um gotcha. they're they're gotcha. pretty similar. Um, yeah, there are desert toads. I mean, except for the Sahara. I think maybe it gets to a certain level of dryness and the toads are, or, you know, the, the frogs, toads, etc. are just like, it's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what does live on the Arabian Peninsula. Uh, you know, I don't actually know. Um, camps. Camps? Camels, I said. Oh, yeah, probably camels. Um, people who live in Dubai. Um, giant sandworms i assume people who live in jeddah uh 
<laughs> yeah, 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 the spice and all the flowing. Um, yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes Freeman. sense. Freeman, the Freeman, Freeman they live there. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, that 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 book was a uh, a pretty direct link, wasn't it? They were. He must have been specifically commenting on the resources. Uh, I believe the, the Gulf War. Yes. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I never read Dune. Sorry. Oh, you got to. Uh, I, yeah. Okay. I mean, listen to Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Is that a Flophouse reference? No, that's a that's a real reference. Walter Cronkite did, in fact, go on about Dune. Did he really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, there's a clip of it. It's second only to the time that Lyndon Johnson ordered Payne's pants. Ah, I love when he tries to get those pants. <laughs> that's a good one. You want to yeah. get the crotch nice and low so they don't like mess up his <laughs> junk. Yeah, exactly. Uh, more recordings. That's what I say. <laughs> well, we are doing the podcast, mm. so check and check. But yeah, I highly recommend anybody listen to uh, anybody out there who's interested in Walter Con- Cronkite and or Dune. Cronkite. I, re- I really thought that was just the Flophouse bit. It's much better now to know that it's real. No, it's a real thing. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of celebrities, uh, what 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 are the frogs in our in our culture? I get you got Kermit, obviously. That's that's the yeah, gimmick. Famous frogs. Yeah. Um, there's probably some mascots. Really? I don't think so. They're definitely the darlings of the museum. What? Like the children's museum darlings. Mm. You know, like a natural history museum, like, oh, check out a frog. <laughs> you speak with the experience of someone who seems like they've been dragged to a lot of museums as a child. <laughs> I think I got um I got old quick. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that'll happen to you. You it's just you've seen one like tornado walk-in thing, you've seen them all. That's not true. Those things are so cool. They still mystify me. I don't know what you're talking about. You know the thing, it's like a it's it's sort of like a cash grab booth. Uh-huh. Okay, I know that. <laughs> but instead of money whirling around, it's an actual tornado. Mm, but why would we do it if we couldn't get money in from it? Uh, oh, because it sure is fun to get in there and just like whoosh, up the up the uh, tornado. I think it's kind of like um, like you know how water circles a drain. Yeah, they do that with mist instead. Oh, that is neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Um. Okay, so frogs, star of yeah. museum and screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. The other thing, I so I, I had to look up a few. And, Budweiser, famous frogs. Yeah, the Budweiser, um, Michigan J Frog. You know, hello my baby, hello my honey. Mm-hmm. Um, frog. And yeah, the only other one that I found that really uh, resonated with me was uh, the Frog Prince, which is yeah, famous in a way. The frog's not really right. characterized, but I would say he's quite characterized. Really, in the Frog Prince? Yeah, he's like super duper whiny and needy. <laughs> And, and very entitled because he's a prince. Right. That feels more like he's a prince than he's a frog. Well, he spent most of his life as a prince. He was a frog for much less time than he was a prince, even though we met him as a frog. Right. He's not culturally a frog. No. Yeah. He hasn't learned the ways. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, do you see any, any any connection here? I feel like owls are wise. You know, um... Uh, what other animals have we frogs done? Frogs are ugly and gross. Are they? Not Kermit? Well, no, not actually. I think they're quite cute. 
Mm. I think we've actually done a bit of a turnaround because Princess and the Frog, the implication is like, why would I kiss a frog? Frogs are slimy and ugly and gross. That's true. And they give you warts when they, you kiss them. Oh, yeah. Which isn't uh, true. No, I don't think that's generally true. I guess I could see that like having been true for one community where like, oh, the frog like has a virus that like can transmit to the human. Sure. Because warts are a virus. Are so. they? I could actually see that having happened once, but I don't think it's typically true. Mm. What was the, there was some, oh, I sh- uh, I'll look this up during the break, but there was some uh, cure for something, like a full cure where it's like, well, you put a frog in a, a bucket of milk for a couple of days and then uh, this thing will cure it. And then they like did more research and they're like, oh yeah, actually that frog synthesizes a unique molecule that would like be extracted by a, you know, an emulsion like milk and... That is uh, so cool. Yeah, I, I, I'll have to see if I can figure it out in the break. Um, so, yeah, frogs are gross, I guess. I feel like there is... Kermit, yeah, maybe he's like a little depressed because he's like a frog. He says it's not easy being green. I think mm. the implication it's not easy being a frog. Maybe because everybody thinks that you're like slimy and ugly and it's very easy to step on you. I think it's just not easy managing the Muppets into a cohesive show. <laughs> Kermit definitely comes up against a lot of um, walls. Mm-hmm. Well, and we'll be back in a moment. And now the great Gonzo presents his howling chickens. <laughs> back in a moment. Encyclopedia Brunch. Back on Encyclopedia Brunch, talking frogs, frog talk with Tim and Catherine. Hi, you're on live with Tim and Catherine and Frog Talk. Ribbit. Fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. We've heard that. Okay. Uh, line number three, you're on with Frog Talk. Croak, croak, croak. I'm really sorry to hear that. You know, it's times like this, it's hard to be a broadcaster, but I really think we're all going to come together and become stronger for it. That's Frog Talk with Tim and Catherine. <laughs> So I looked up I looked up this frog thing before we talked about anything else. Um, it's not a cure disease. It's actually an old Russian folktale for how to prevent milk from spoiling. So before uh, oh. before we had um, like ice boxes or fridges or whatever, um, they were like, ah, put a frog in there. It'll keep longer. And then they did a bunch of research and found out that like, oh, yeah, this frog actually kills a bunch of the bacteria that might uh, infect that milk. Huh. Yeah. There you go. Cool. Well, <laughs> Man, why were why did uh, old timey people really malign these frogs? I think that frog. I mean, I think we have really done a turnaround on frogs. I think we generally think that they're cute now, and I think Kermit has done a lot of that work. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I where think, are you on frogs? I still think they're kind of weird. I mean, like, I think they're neat. I think if I had to like hold a frog, though, I'd still feel weird about it because it's kind of wet. Yeah, it's kind of wet. It's, it's, it's like squirming, you know, and it's soft. It's soft in a weird way because they have like um, really particular bone structure developed yeah. for their lifestyle. Yeah. 
I'd uh, be worried about hurting it. Yeah. Did you ever have to dissect a frog? I had to dissect yes. a frog in high school. What was that like? Uh, it was so gross. So gross. <laughs> but that's the inside of the frog. It's a whole different ball game. Yeah. The inside of most things is gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, inside frogs, inside people, inside baseball. Who needs it? <laughs> it is quite gross. Yeah. I don't want to get into it. Ugh, war. Is that even an interesting stat? Um, <laughs> let's move on. Ah, <laughs> uh, well now. Now closes the part of the podcast where I bait Catherine into talking about baseball stats. <laughs> it's too boring to <laughs> Um I think, you know, so trying to meditate on the frog, uh, like, well, actually, go ahead. Did you have more to say about the, uh, like, the, the what's the word I want? When frogs came back? When frogs brought sexy back? Resurrection? Uh, it was a <laughs> Reinvention weird... of the frog? These are all great words that start with R. It's not, they aren't the one I'm thinking of, but. Rotund? Rhombus. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it was a shape. I was probably thinking of a shape. Rastafarian. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. I and I feeling okay about frogs. <laughs> um. Anyway, the return of frogs. Uh, why? Why? Why do you think they're back? What's? What? Why do we feel okay about them now? Um. I mean, I think. I think it's just Kermit. Kermit and Kermit alone, and then like. I don't know, like, I think many people, not you nor I, we discussed before the show, mm. have ever gone to catch frogs. But I think a lot of people have gone to catch frogs and had a lot of fun with it and found themselves endeared to these little guys. Really? It's not like, uh, I don't know, shooting squirrels or something? No, because you just catch them and then, like, you keep them as pets or you let them go. It's oh. not like you're... Than having frog legs, unless you're like hanging out with the French exchange student. You could. <laughs> you could. <laughs> Honestly, though, I would not. Really? Because frogs have a very permeable skin. Mm. They're amphibians with very, very water permeable skins. Um, and they will suck up any toxins or poisons that they were sitting in out there, um, which makes them very fragile and also like full of poison if there was poison out there. Yeah. Yeah, a little poison magnets because they they get you and I. We can hold our breath. Frogs can't hold their skin. Skin breath. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So that is why they're like almost going extinct. Almost going extinct. That sounds uh quite serious. I guess. Like the whole like what would it be like? Okay, so let's do this. Um, King Philip Kingdom comes Phylum. Class. Class. Over. Order. For. Family. Species. Good. No, there's a G? What? Genus. Genus. Crumbs. Species. For good soup. He comes over for good soup. Good soup. Well, every good boy deserves soup. So I guess it would be class would be frogs? Uh, I could have answered you that several moments ago when I was reading about this, and now I do not remember. Uh, why don't you vamp for <laughs> me, and I will make come to that conclusion. I 
guess if King Philip came over for soup and he said, girl, I want some good soup, I would probably give him a tomato bisque. But that's controversial soup because some people don't like tomato bisque. You like tomato bisque? Yeah, I like a chunky soup more than a not chunky soup. But uh, especially as an appetizer, I would be very into something like that. Um, Sure. Anyway, it's an order. Uh, Frogs uh, are a number of amphibians that belong to the order Anura. Um, which is uh, it basically means without tail, because they are j- tailless in oh. their adult stage. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So the whole um, order is uh, in trouble. Yeah, the whole order is like going down the toilet. Um, less so because of general purpose toxins and and water pollution, um, but more because of something called chytrid, which is a tree fungus. Um, which is able to um, transport onto their skin and then grow um, on them and kill them um, because their skin is so permeable. Hmm. Uh, And it's been named, the the chytrid epidemic has been named like the single greatest infectious disease um, pandemic to ever affect a species ever. Wow. Or like a, like a group of organisms. So this is like, I feel like you hear about something like this here and there, like colony collapse disorder or white nose syndrome for bats. Um, mm-hmm. This is, this this just trumps them all. Yeah. Yes. This is way bigger than that. What do um, we do? Yeah. They're to the point where for some species, they like individually, like will take an uninfected frog and quarantine it. And then they have um, a vaccine for it now or like a preventative like treatment that they can give them hmm. where they like take the frog and they plop it into like it looks like it, like one of the cups that you would like give a, a urine sample in uh-huh. and they just like put the lid on it so that they don't jump out and they just like stick them in there for 10 minutes, give them a little soak <laughs> and they do that for like, I don't know, I don't know how many times, but more than once. Um, and then eventually they are immune to it, but they're just doing it one frog at a time, um, which for an entire order of animals is really, really time intensive and hard to pull off. Yeah, especially like there's so many species. Um, yeah. Like all the way down to, I think th- when I was trying to figure out this New Zealand thing, there's like one on the North Island that is, uh, there's like 300 of them total. This is these are the frogs, you know, and like that's what we got. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's it's very sad because frogs um, uh, represent uh, they sort of loom large. I think in the consciousness, there's a, a unique sort of thing in in our beautiful uh, world. But it's a little surprising that it hasn't happened before, given that they're they've got this very permissive in and out structure in their body. Well, the there is one theory that I find convincing um, that says that climate change actually uh, exped, or sped up the growth um, and allowed chytrid to, to spread much farther than it ever had um, because uh, higher temperatures caused increased va- evaporation, um, which caused more cloud cover of rainforests where frogs might live and like sort of wetter, like dewier climbs. Um, they, like all that dew would evaporate and form clouds. And then it causes, causes lower like local temperatures in that area. Um, Cause there's cloud cover, right? So you don't get as much sun penetration. 
Um, and then that lower, like wet, lower temperature, wet climates were able to like really foster the growth of Kitrin. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Um, it's a bummer. This is like, I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever like, you know, read about the Paris Accords and, you know, first you just kind of be angry for a little bit, but then, um, then, then you sort of be like, yeah, well, okay. So two degrees, a uh, two degree temperature rise, um, what was that? This century was it, or it the the idea was to to cap at two degrees, like all that the was countries agree to, which which <laughs> won't be happening at this point. Um, yeah. But I I always feel like well two degrees that that feels like a small number, but then you know climate t- scientists always be like that's a very very big number and we should worry. Huge, um, yeah. And I guess it's f- because of things like this, right? Like all these little things that just kind of get tipped one way or the other. Mm-hmm. That's very unnerving. Um, yeah. Yeah. And frogs are hugely important in the ecosystem. Yeah. They're little cute guys or whatever, but, um, they, when they're tadpoles, they feed on algae, which cleans water, um, because algae will release toxins if they get too dense in population. Um, wait, why do they do that? Are they trying to kill the other algae? Yeah. They're trying to kill off the other algae. Whoa. Um, Cutthroat. It's a cutthroat world when you're just one cell. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so uh, tadpoles help manage algae populations, which is really good for humans. Um, and then adults will manage insect populations, which is really handy pest control for humans. Mm. Um, and also they're a really important food source for like hawks and like snakes and stuff. Um, so then that will tax the other species that those animals tend to eat and tax those populations. Yeah. I mean, much the way that like a small change in temperature can affect fog, which can affect how a... a uh it's a bacteria is it kitrid it's a fungus it's a fungus okay yeah um which can affect how a fungus grows which then affects uh you know an entire order of creatures um then you take that order and that's only you know it's only going to magnify there's a whole food web <laughs> turns out yeah then the french go hungry and then there's no wine i just <laughs> uh, so it's yeah it's, it's eventually going to affect all of us um yeah yeah uh boy i don't know that's that's rough do you have anything else to say about it i just feel kind of down about it Um, can we take a like a breather and then come back and maybe we can bring up the mood yeah yeah all right we'll be back in a moment uh once again i bring you gonzo and his amazing chicken camilla back on encyclopedia brunch talking about frogs those things that might not be here soon (laughs) listen i know of one frog that's not going anywhere hit it tim um dialing it up keep vamping for me he's america's favorite frog he's europe's favorite frog 
He's super duper real and definitely exists. He. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> That's right. It's Crazy Frog, everybody. <laughs> um. Oh, what to make of Crazy Frog? Uh. <laughs> I feel. I feel like that one. That one quote that we had at the beginning from the creator of Crazy Frog. Huh? Yes. Um. Uh. Wherein he said. Crazy Frog music is not for me. I don't think there was any public demand for it at all. Uh, <laughs> I think that really sums up the way that Crazy Frog is in many ways the opposite of frogs. Uh, <laughs> do you remember Crazy Frog? Can you give us like a, just like, what is this thing? I think I heard the song somewhere, like the Axel F. Crazy Frog song somewhere. And... I don't know. I think it was the first time that I, I got to enjoy Axel F because I was quite young at the time. I feel like I was like in middle school. Mm, you hadn't seen Beverly Hills Cop yet. I hadn't had the opportunity to enjoy Eddie Murphy's funny film uh, myself. Um, but yeah, then I got really into Axel F after that because it's like a pretty good jam. Yeah. I was like, uh, crazy frog, no annoying noises. <laughs> <laughs> You don't like a good ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, no, none of that, please. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember hearing, uh, uh, watching Beverly Hills Cop the first time, and at some point realizing this is the only song they have in this movie. <laughs> Baby, it's the only song you need in this movie. <laughs> uh, it has it has a bit of a yeah. It's got a bit of a good repetition. It it really gets in your head. Um, which I think really made it marry well to Crazy Frog, which was invented by a guy who was trying to break into 3D animation. He just needed some stuff in his portfolio. And I guess, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, my understanding was that a friend of his was trying to mimic the sound his moped made when it started up. And so yeah. he just like, as a joke, made this kind of like, you know, recorded into his cell phone and went, bling, 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 but we've all just like just said that's fine. Well, I mean, it's 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 a product of its time because this would have been what early two thousands. This was all happening. So the guy really decides early meme culture. Yeah, it is. It's it is early meme culture. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, the guy decides, okay, well, I need some stuff in my portfolio, so I'm going to. This is an annoying sound my friend sent me, so I'm going to uh, make a three D animation where this annoying creature tries to start his uh motorcycle and he did that i think that makes all the sense in the world i probably would have done something similar were i a young animator really oh sure yeah just like have some fun with it you know um and then like you get to send it to your friend right who gave you who like did this like funny recording for you and they get to be like oh hey cool <laughs> there's a little character for that noise i made that is fun so I guess but, I would feel a little bit insulted if, like, it was Crazy Frog, because Crazy Frog's quite ugly. Yeah, I mean, and also, I'm pretty sure the, um, the like, the, the clip was titled, like, The Most Annoying Thing Ever, or something like that. Or it was, oh, like, yeah. The Annoying Thing. Yes, it was, his name was The Annoying Thing. <laughs> it didn't go on to become a frog until, I think, after it was already, like, marketed, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Well, he might have been a frog anyway. He's frog-like. I don't think he looks that much like a frog. 
okay. He doesn't. He's he's sort of vaguely purple. You know, reptilian in a sense. He's yeah, yeah. He's a reptile person, and he has no tail. And so we know that he must be of the order uh, Amor- Amoris or whatever it was. Um, so, I, I, I mean, do you think people know the story? I, I didn't know. Anura. Anura is the order. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. You're welcome. Do you, do you think people know the story or of, of how this thing came to be on everyone's cell phones in no. the mid-2000s? Um, no. I don't think most people know that it was European. I didn't. Yeah. So, well, he's a Swedish guy um, and he does this whole bit. And then uh, he gets hired on at this animation studio. And then it was just kind of like in the portfolio. And uh, someone just sort of saw it in their like, as they've reviewed the this animation studio's portfolio and was like, we can market that. And they, uh, <laughs> I don't remember exactly how it happened. Uh, it was um, basically they were like, okay, we're going to make the survival hit and then we'll like sell some ringtones. But yeah. Uh, so then they were like, what song could it match with? And they found Axel F. And they were like, no, Axel F. They chose Axel F because that was the number one ringtone in Europe at the time. Oh, that's what it was. For some reason. Well, because it has a nice, I mean, I would have that as my ringtone. Maybe not now. It's, pretty, it's, it's like pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think now is the time to have Axel F as your ringtone. <laughs> uh, I mean, Certainly have... as, as my ringtone for your phone, if you could just go ahead and do that after we record tonight, that would be great. Yeah, Thank you it. and good night. Uh, okay, good night. I guess the show's just night. me now. Goodbye. Okay. Oh, oh, she's clomping away. I'm glad I got her those clogs. Those were good clogs. Great work, Tim. Anyway, if you ever hey, want to... are you talking about me? No, no, absolutely not. Me and the listeners were just talking about uh, clogs. Or, no, no, frogs. Of course, frogs. <laughs> I'd say clogs. Um... <laughs> uh yeah anyway they they put this together it becomes a hit because it's just like weird and catchy i guess this was this before youtube i'm thinking about this i think it was yeah it, people were really bored then yeah well and then so then the, the reason that this whole thing comes together oh i also loved uh where they were most of our source for the our talk about crazy frog is from a uh a documentary a short documentary on youtube um what was it called Crazy frog, the frog that wasn't so the crazy. Not so crazy frog. <laughs> uh, th- th- we'll link that in the show notes. Um, it's a good watch. Um, it's just a bunch of these sort of like older German and Swedish men being like, I never liked the product. The whole thing was unpleasant. <laughs> but it made me money, so I don't know. Um, but so like, why, why were all these European men very interested in this? Where was all the money? And the answer is, it was because this was a time in the world when we all decided there was an economy for ringtones. Yes. Yes. People spent... And I think, like, there was, like, a weird scam around it, too. Like... Well, so, I mean... It was, like, a crazy subscription service somehow that you had to have to keep having the crazy frog ringtone. Well, do you remember... What was your experience with ringtones? Let's let's go to square one. Like, did you ever have, like, unique ringtones? Did you ever buy yeah. any ringtones? Yeah, I did. I'm ashamed to say. What'd you buy? Um, in high school, I bought um, the Blow indie band because I was so cool in high school. Oh, my God. So cool. Mm-hmm. And you proved uh, it. With the song Hey Boy by the Blow. Which the lyrics go like, hey, boy, why you didn't call me? And I thought that was fun to have as a ringtone. Oh, that is fun. Uh, so, yeah, that was the ringtone that I spent money on. 
How much was it? I think it was like two bucks. <laughs> it's still too such expensive. a crazy ripoff. It's so much money. It's too much money. <laughs> just, there was a, when iTunes came out, it was just like, I mean, now it seems silly. I'm like, I'm not going to pay a dollar for every song. A dollar per song? Are you kidding me? Because, you know, I have a subscription service and I just like listen to a ton of songs. But like, I see why 99 cents a song felt like a crazy good deal because we were paying $2 for bad versions of clips of songs. (laughs) And like 20 bucks for a nine song album. Don't forget. Uh, Time was. So yeah, so this is this is how it worked. You would have to you'd have to buy ringtones from like your dealer. I remember um, a friend of mine's mom like really fancied herself like a strong negotiator. And so like every single like thing consumer interaction that was like a negotiable in any way she would like really push for it and so like one of the things when my friend got a new um cell phone uh she was like yeah my mom negotiated that we get 20 free ringtones so i'm gonna like pick new ringtones and even then i was like who cares what um so i imagine you never bought yourself a ringtone no i got into the cell phone game late enough um i think my first cell phone i i think i just used uh whatever was on the phone but uh the next cell phone um was it was late enough in the game that like i specifically saw that it could play mp3s as ringtones and Mm -hmm. so i would spend lots of time sitting uh with uh audio editing software and cutting down (laughs) mp3s into ringtones that i thought would work and i would like carefully select them feel like oh this one matches this person um, which backfired a little bit on me when I had uh, Cats in the Cradle for my dad because I thought it was funny. And then it rang when he was there. And I was like, don't read into this. <laughs> Feels like a good, good dad prank. Uh, just great stuff. Um, but the the madness had grown so far. Maybe I should do that for my dad now, today. <laughs> see where it takes you. Just ride that train. Ride that train. Uh and and thank thank goodness that you are not uh, living in the madness of the mid two thousands where you would yeah literally buy a subscription where you pay five bucks a month or whatever and you can change your ringtone up to ten times because yeah uh, I don't know I guess we don't uh, recognize the right of people to uh, control uh, machines that they bought legally um, is the idea it's a weird world it's a weird world and telecom is is weird um, yeah. But yeah, we were just all into this stupid frog for six months, a year. I don't know, man. I don't know. It feels both ephemeral and long lasted. Yeah, I feel like for a long time I would get it like, um, remember how the internet used to just like, there would be pop-up windows that would just play ads with sound with no, yes. and you had no control over it. I mean, that still sort of happens with tabs, you know? Yeah. You're like, and what tab is the ad playing on? <laughs> I don't know. Well, maybe it's because I like use uh, use ad block judiciously. Um, and, you know, like I, this isn't a totally fair uh, feeling. But what I do is I sample the Internet. I do all my searching around. Once a site has earned my respect, I turn off the ad block because I'm like, eh, I should figure out some way to get them money. Um, uh, sure. And, uh, you know, I'll take my I'll take my scoldings from the various listeners who don't believe this is a good model for supporting uh, an open Internet off the air. Thank you. Um, uh, cool. I, I have no opinions. Great. Life is hard. <laughs> Keep moving forward. The frogs are dying. Um, who is time for the Internet? Uh, I don't know. Not frogs. Yeah. 
So I don't know. I guess I feel like I don't get a lot of unwelcome sounds anymore because I used to just suddenly be, you know, like, I don't know, just reading something and I would just hear and it was just like, oh, this is horrible. I I did not ask for this. I feel like these days my interaction with technology, computers, phones or whatever is so much more often like I'm stuck staring at this thing and I don't like staring at it, but I don't know how to stop. And so often less... I literally will just throw the computer to make it stop making this sound, which is the feeling I used to have sometimes. <laughs> so maybe that's a commentary on how the culture of the internet has changed. Yeah. And youth. And youth. That's true. The anger of youth. Mm. Yeah. The world is so confusing. It's true. It's true. Well. Well. When when do you think Crazy Frog's going to come back around? When will Crazy Frog be cool again? I think we may have just kicked it off. Um <laughs> here tonight yeah this is it look under your seats everyone that's right (laughs) you'll find crazy frog is back here's a free boy (laughs) subscription to a uh ringtone service service uh it's one month trial you you do have to input a credit card now oh okay Um, well i feel like we've unleashed unleashed a little evil back into the world so that's exciting (laughs) just kind of peeked open that pandora's box just a bit and like one spirit went then it flew off (laughs) and we're like well it's just the one let's do this again next week (laughs) uh such an ambition for such a podcast all right i'm looking forward to it all right uh you got any closing thoughts on frogs can i get any uh... oh it's so sad it really bums me out yeah, it's a real, uh, yeah, it's one of those things that puts like a global, because it doesn't sound like it could happen, right? You're just like, frogs, but they're in the Zoobooks pantheon. They can't just yeah. be gone. But they could totally just be gone. They in could. fact, like, it looks like they are just going to, as as things stand, Yeah, they're going to go away. Uh, and then we'll have to make mecha frogs. You know, like mecha Godzilla, but frogs. I'm just saying, people, if you haven't had frog legs... Get them now, <laughs> if you ever want to try them. <laughs> well, tune in next week for another peek into uh, the deepest, darkest Pandora's box. So we'll probably talk about waffles or something. <laughs> we might have already done. Did we already do waffles? I don't think we did waffles. Ah, well, a lot to look forward to. All right. Well, until then, that's Captain Kilgood over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Hang in there. Ribbit, ribbit. Bye. Bye. Bye.